Oh, 
Praise God, praise God forevermore. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going to be praying for the nation of Benin, the Benin Republic. Um, I'd like to read the scripture to us, a team scripture for praying as God has directed us in these times and seasons. First Timothy 2 from verse 1. And it says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of truth. Hallelujah. So we're going to be praying for the Republic of Benin, or you can say the Republic of Benin, praise the Lord. So right now, kindly unmute your mic as we pray, interceding for the nation, declaring that the leaders are full of wisdom and they are taking the right steps, the right decision that will favor the righteous cause of the gospel and the righteousness of God rules and reigns in the nation of Benin. Let us begin to pray at this time. Thank you. 
Sunday, 
Oh, hallelujah, 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 praise God. Um, who would like to round off the prayer for for the nation of Benin? Kindly um indicate so that we can unmute you. Okay, Brother Raphael, can you unmute yourself? Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for this opportunity, man. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray for the nation of Benin Republic. Lord, we declare that you love Benin Republic. Yes, and you have planned good for the nation of Benin Republic. We pray for the leaders, the president, the prime ministers, the president, and everyone in charge of authority in Benin Republic. Lord, we declare in the name of our Lord Jesus that your mighty hands rest upon each and every one of them in their policy making, in their decision taking. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we bring your glory upon upon that nation. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we declare that the Republic belongs to Jesus. Yes, and everyone in that nation belongs to Jesus. We claim each and every one of them for Jesus Christ. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we cut off every plan of the Satan against the life of every individual in the Republic. We declare the name of Lord Jesus that the public is secure, is peaceful, 
is come for the citizenship for those who live in the nation. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray for the development of that nation. We pray, oh God, that your righteousness reign and exalt every part of that nation of the Republic. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray especially for the Christians who are in Benin Republic. We pray, especially those who have been faced one challenge or the other, we declare the name of Lord Jesus that they have been strengthened in, this, in their inner mind by the Spirit of God. In the name of our Lord Jesus, that they have overcome every challenge before them, before their ministry, before their life. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we declare that they are bold and courageous. Yes, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we declare that they are shine as the, as the light of the world in that Benin Republic and they are bringing men from darkness to light in the name of our Lord Jesus. We pray as we are those who are being ch- ch- faced and challenging their health. We declare in the name of Lord Jesus that health, health has come to them. Even health has come to them in the name of our Lord Jesus. We pray mm-hmm. Lord, for them, oh God, they are strengthened. Yes, yes, their health has come back to them, restored to them in a thousand folds. Yes, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm-hmm. We pray also for those who are the new converts among them. We pray that the word of God gives strength in their hearts and they seek after the righteousness of God, after the word of God as baby, as newborn babies designed the same week of the world that they go to the word of God every day. They seek after the word of God every day. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus and they find themselves attending services, attending meetings and they are glad to attend services and meetings and they can together together. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you Lord. We give you praise, we give you honor for a better republic in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Brother Raphael. Leko Songra Deka Sifraktusha Pare Kita Linda Karusta Ampila Krusti. Leko Zong Brada Gadoshti Ikakora Kasteza Lamanda Kabaya. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray and thank you for all men in the nation of Benin. We pray for the president, President Practice Talon, Lindo Kosta Aprakeda, and using him as a point of contact. We pray for all in authority in Benin. Oh, Lekrondo Pradakabashata, we ask, Father, that you pour out your spirit of salvation upon Benin Republic, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of the truth. Father, your kingdom comes upon Benin. The name of Jesus is named upon and is glorified in Benin. They lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty in Benin. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the Jesus in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and we restrain the force of evil in the name Republic. We rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception, and war. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from Benin Republic, and we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come upon Benin, and with the will of God is done. Hallelujah. Good triumphs over evil in Benin Republic, and righteousness prevails. Lord, you love Benin Republic, and you planned good for them. You filled Benin with your goodness. 
But evil men have hijacked economies of missions and put them in poverty. Now we pray in the name of Jesus against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in nations. Men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of Bene and created poverty, greed, selfishness, and evil works. In the name of Jesus, we free the financial systems of Bene Republic from these dubious men and women. We free Bene Republic from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound, bound them and kept them in poverty. We declare that in the name of Jesus Christ, that these evil people proceed no further. We frustrate their evil plans and we diminish their resources. We cut off their influence and power to control Bene Republic for their selfish ends. We free Bene Republic from fear and we proclaim deliverance for her leaders and her people. We declare in the name of Jesus that Bene Republic is free to enjoy the goodness of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we repeal and we counsel and we abrogate every unjust and evil law passed in parliament or by decree in Bene Republic. Only laws that are in the benefit of the people, that are to benefit the people, in consistency with the righteousness of God, only such law stands in the name of Jesus. We declare that every draconian law, horridly and secretly passed during the COVID-19 fiasco to perpetrate the planned evil are cut down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for all who are seeking Bene Republic. We receive grace and mercy for them. And we declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf. And the healing power of God overwhelms them, and they are restored to wholeness. And they come to know the love of God and His salvation, such that they serve God with their lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in Bene Republic. We pray for ministers of the gospel and the Christians they lead in Bene Republic. We declare that they are strong in faith, giving glory to God. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. They are bold, fearless, courageous, and they are in nothing terrified by their adversaries who are forceful in advancing the cause of the gospel and the kingdom. Hallelujah. They are filled with the knowledge of God's will. Discerning these end times, we pray for those being persecuted, that they be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men in Bene Republic. Bene Republic belongs to the Lord, hallelujah, and its fullness thereof. All the citizens, every one of them, they belong to God. We pray for Bene Republic, every form of idolatry, every form of juju worship. We cut them off name of the Lord Jesus. We say that the spirits of darkness have no power over the nation anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is for that palikosufrekidokrondokoshakabaya. 
Benary public is receptive to the gospel like never before. Yes, more and more. The gospel is penetrating the Republic. The governments of the Republic are in your hands, O God. Likron sufrakadino kron sufrakadega basuti gila kranda kabasata kabaya. Yes, the youth are bold and more courageous with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rekongradega sata kabaya la basata ya. Me sufrakadino kosha kabaya. We cut down every falsehood and everything that does not look like God in Benary Public. Rekosha krade zakara toshte ikapala gaya. Yes, the whole nation is turned to God. Yes, hallelujah. Bene is for God and the fullness thereof. The Lord Jesus Christ reigns over the nation of Bene. And things are only getting better in the nation of Bene. Yes, hallelujah. Bene Republic prospers within her, without within and without her borders. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Policies are implemented to increase the GDP of the nation. Yes, the gospel prevails. The name of the Lord Jesus is named upon Benet Republic. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We worship and adore your holy name forever and ever. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world. You're connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in a session of prayer for the nation of Benin Republic. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Hallelujah. Right away, we are going into the session of praise and worship, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Right now, over to you, dear student, Sister Harriet. Do have a beautiful day and a beautiful week ahead. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depending on where you're connected from this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Debbie, for that powerful session of prayers. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity to lead God's people this morning in worship to our God. Hallelujah. At this time, I want us to just begin to worship and appreciate God. Yes, we give you praise, God. We worship and appreciate you. Thank him, the giver of life. Yes, our strengthener, our standby. Just worship and give him all the glory. That is due his name. Father, we bless your name, O oh God, this morning. There is none like you. Hallelujah. Mm. How lovely you are. How majestic you are. 
Your beauty is beyond description, more than words could ever tell. turnable, indescribable, you're the king of kings, I'm seven. You spoke your word and it came to be. Nothing could change your word right from the world where created. Mm, undeniable, indestructible, you're the Lord of Lords, I'm seven. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Mm. How lovely you are, how majestic you are. Your beauty is beyond description, more than words could ever tell. Unfathomable, indescribable, you're the king of kings I'm serving. You spoke your word and it came to be. Nothing could change your word right from the world where created. Undeniable, indestructible, you're the king of kings I'm serving. Your kingdom is forever your dominion is forever your wisdom is forever your word is yea and amen forevermore your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen Your kingdom is forever. 
Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Oh, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Oh, your word is yea and amen forevermore. Yes, Lord, your word is yea and amen forevermore. Lord, your kingdom is forever. Your dominion is forever. Your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Lord, your kingdom is forever. Yes, Lord, your dominion is forever. Lord, your wisdom is forever. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Your word is yea and amen. Oh, yes, Lord, your word is yea and amen. Oh, 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 your word is yea and amen forevermore. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. Your word is yea and amen forevermore. 
Hallelujah. Um, as soon as Sister Harriet, there's a song that was sung during the praise night, Mighty is our King. Do you know it, or oh, Sister Grace? Is there any of you that knows it? That was taken by Alex. Can any of you hear me? Mighty is our king. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one you now. I can hear you. It was taken by Alex. Mighty is our king, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, highly exalted, king of kings, lord of all. Lord Jesus, you are. Lord Jesus, you are. Does that's how the chorus sounds? Okay. Sister Grace, do you know it? No, ma. Okay. All right. Is there anyone here who knows it? Anyone? Is Vashon or Messi online? Okay. Can Rosebud? Go ahead. Thank you, Ma. We worship you. We worship you. You were here before I began. Eternal rock of ages, we worship you. We worship you. You were great beyond the farthest stars. Mighty is a king, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, highly exalted, king of kings, lord of all. Lord Jesus, you are, Lord Jesus, you are. Mighty is our King, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, highly exalted, King of kings, Lord of all, Lord Jesus, you are. Lord Jesus, you are mighty is a king, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, highly exalted, king of kings, Lord of all, Lord Jesus, you are 
We praise you, mighty God. Can we take that part? We praise you, even. We praise you, even. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we praise your mighty King, we praise your gracious Lord, we praise your living one, Lord Jesus. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Mighty is our king. 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 What is mightier than our king in this world, in the heavens and on in, in the earth and even in hell? Who is mightier than our king? Brothers and sisters, don't give position to the devil. He has nothing. He has no position. He walks and thrives on your ignorance and your fears and your doubts. Don't give him room. He who sits on the throne, greats beyond the father's stars, he was here before time began. The creator that was never created. Brothers and sisters, have confidence in your God. Hebrews says that he that comes to God must believe that he, he is, that he must believe that he exists and he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. You must believe that the God that you say that you believe in, the God that did Christ that you received. You know, many of us grew up in religious homes. So a lot of the Christianity that we may have practiced through the years is more religion. There's no essence. There's no relationship with this God that you believe is a he that comes to God he that is in Christ must believe that this Christ exists must believe that this God exists and he is indeed a rewarder of them who diligently seek him that means that whatever you seek in God he will reward you with that thing that is why he said knock and the door shall be open unto you ask you would receive he says seek and you will find God is to you who you want him to be to you if you want him to be a friend, he'll be a friend. If you want him to be merciful unto you, you, you would experience his mercy. At every point in time, you would experience God to the capacity of your mind to conceive and your heart to believe. Don't forget that it's our month of praise. You know, one of my mentors had sent me a message and told me that every third hour, praise God for 15 minutes, if you've been in this place, you would have heard me talk about the need to have mentors in your life. You are in grave danger if you don't have somebody who you are answerable to. You don't have people who look out for you. You don't have people who you run your decisions by. You just take decisions and go ahead. 
You don't run it by anybody. And of course, when you're looking for mentors, you should have mentors who are, who are led by the spirit, who are led by the same life coach as much as possible. So it's the same gospel, it's the same message. You say, oh, Stamaka, um, but I, 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 it's a business mentor I want. There are business people that have been raised by pastor. You may not be aware, but the, so, some of the greatest positions of business in this world are people who have been inspired, influenced, and mentored by the man of God, Pastor Chris. So have people who you can run your decisions by, who can also look out for you, who can fight with you in the time of war. Oh, I've always had such people in my life. I always do. And I'm intentional about having somebody over my life as a mentor at every point in time. I don't just wake up and take up decisions. So he sent me a message. He said, praise God, every third hour for 15 minutes, I'm like, wow. I picked up my phone. I set all the alarms for every third hour, including the hours of the night, the 12 a.m. and the 3 a.m. When it goes off, I would come as much as possible. If the house is quiet, I'll come in front of the TV, put on some love old news um, singer songs and begin to worship along. There are times when I would just worship on my own. It's still a month of praise. It's a weapon. We praise in our kingdom is a weapon. Throughout the Bible, you see how praise delivered many. Is it the case of the children of Israel when they praise and then by the time they came into the enemy's camp, the Bible says God had caused ambushment and the enemies had destroyed themselves. Would you take time to praise? You say you have so many adversaries in your workplace. Can you praise consistently? Maybe for, for seven nights as they go, it might be 30 minutes in the night. Wake up. It might be 12 a.m. It might be 3 a.m. Praise. 30 minutes is enough. Do it for seven days consistently. Those enemies in the office, they will gang up against themselves, frame themselves of how do I know? The Bible teaches us principles of how God works. In the case of Paul and Silas in the prison, the prison door broke open. Their chains broke down. Everything, the doors were open. The, 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 the head of the prison, he was about to kill himself. When Paul told him, don't do anything to yourself, we are here. Brothers and sisters, again and again, praise is a weapon in the scriptures. Why not try praise? Why not try praise? Why not try praise? It's a month of praise. What have you done? Some people are buzzing me for projecting message a day. Oh, yes, it's fine. We will share messages. But we shared so many messages in the past. Did you go back to them? And it's a month of praise. Rather than looking for messages, have you been trying praise? Have you been an, a, assessing? We, we've shared so many Love or Singers praise songs in the um, um, Inspired by the Word um, platform on, on, on um, Telegram. And Telegram is such that the content would always be there. Brothers and sisters, try praise. Try praise in this season. In this season, try praise. God has indeed gone ahead of us and so much is happening for us, with us, and by us. That which God has ordained for you, no one will stop it. You will fulfill your purpose in Christ. You will. And no weapon of the devil will prosper in your life. No one will be able to stop you. The one that stands in your way, like the Bible says, it said they will be granted to powder. They will be crushed. For anyone that stands in your way, of fulfilling God's purpose for your life. 
let's review today's article. I'm super excited about the article for today. Called to lead is the title of today's devotional article. Called to lead. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, always even unto the end of the world, amen. You would have heard me say here that this particular scripture, though it's the call to discipleship, it's a call to evangelism, it's a call to preaching and reaching the whole world, but you will notice that it is also a call to leadership. And I'm not amazed that that becomes the opening test for a title as called to lead. It said, go, teach. It said, go out, that is go and reach them. It said, teach them to observe the things that I myself has, has taught you. And that's what leadership is about. Pastor defined leadership as the assumption of responsibility for guidance, action, and control based on the, on the burden of superior knowledge and higher information. So the one who is leading has higher information. The one who is leading has superior knowledge. You see this thing that we do here every day, where we come, we go through the Rhapsody together, we take the, um, the Rhapsody confession, we read the Rhapsody for the study, then we go ahead and read the Bible. I can tell you that I'm not sure 5% of Christians around the world do, do this. And I'm being honest with you. Many Christians don't have this culture. By virtue of this consistency that you have, you have higher information and superior knowledge. Because every day that you present yourself before the word, remember, he said that the word is building you up and it's delivering unto you your inheritance. So every day you are being built higher. Therefore, by virtue of that, you have higher information and superior knowledge that others do not have. By the time you now add project a message a day, then we have the affirmation, we have the communion. There are too many rituals we do in this one hour, 30 minutes that puts you ahead of many Christians around the world. And I can categorically tell you that everyone in this place is called to lead. Of course, this message is a message to all believers, but for us, it is, it is vital, it is in the now. Everyone here is called to live. Few days ago, somebody here sent me a message and said that she um, encountered a lady who had been depressed and was um, contemplating suicide. And she said for the first time, she was able to face the person, answer the person, offer the person solution and, and you know, go through the process with the person and is still going through the process with the person and bringing the person out of that state. She has not always been able to do that. And she was saying that she owes it to the consistency of this devotion. Every day you are being built up. See, some of you may not know how built up you are until certain challenges in life face you, that have faced you before and conquered you. Then they face you again in a bigger way and then you mess the challenge up and you put it behind you and you move on in life. And then you tell the devil, throw your best shots. Don't joke with this thing called consistency in Christ. It is a secret of lasting effectiveness in Christianity. In our bid to evangelize the world, I began reading the article, we must fully understand activism, advocacy, and real leadership. Activism, advocacy, and real leadership. Activism means you are active, you are involved. You are not saying other people would do it, you are doing it. Those who have been my members, like cell members through the years, there's one thing I always would tell them. We are the heaven. Don't think that somebody else is in the heaven. Don't think that somebody else is going to do the things that we are doing. Do it like you are the only one. 
When I joined the heaven, I, I would win. If you, you better not be in my way because you must join the heaven. People join the heaven without realizing that they had joined the heaven. They, they just woke up one day and say, ah, Sister Maka, you succeeded in taking me, bringing me into the heaven. I say, well, <laughs> I am the heaven. So I would drive the heaven vision like it was just me in the heaven. And I used to tell myself, if it depends on me, I will recruit people into the heaven. I would develop people in the heaven and I would deploy them. And I successfully did that year in, year out. And I'm still doing it till today. You come in contact with me, you know, you will know that I'm in the heaven. And by the time I'm done with you, you must have another responsibility that you are committed to in church for you not to join the heaven. If God had only you, would it happen? Advocacy. Advocacy means you are able to stand for other people. Don't be the one. If, you, if you've been here, you would have learned selflessness. It's one of the trainings of God for us in this place. We fight for other people. Pastor said, a champion is the one that fights for others. I've gotten into trouble for standing for others, and I'm willing to always get into trouble for it. If you think that this Christianity we practice is a convenient Christianity, then you are joking. You have to be ready for war. We are at war. You don't, if you don't make trouble, the devil is making trouble already. I'm not telling you that he's going to make trouble. I'm telling you that he's making trouble for you. You better be on the offensive and be the one who brings trouble to him. That's what advocacy is. Standing for others. You can't continually think of yourself. That's why in these prayers, I say, we're not praying any, about any personal need. If Brother Martin is handling the communion and by the spirit of God, he has a word for us that is for us, for our situation. Glory to God. But you see, as we got prayer, we are interceding in this place till December 31st. No personal prayer. It's called advocacy for the nations in the place of intercession. Then the third one, leadership. 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 It's a word that if you don't, if you have not become a leader as a Christian, you are not fulfilling your purpose. I can categorically tell you that. Leadership is for every one of us. And today's devotional article is dealing with it. Jesus said, go ye therefore and teach all nations. It means we are to make pupils of the nations. The word nations is from the Greek ethnos. Ethnos refers to different groups with some common factors that bring them together. For example, a family a group of politicians, an association of doctors, etc. So when Jesus used the term nations, you could interpret it as countries, families, groups, professional bodies, and so on. The Lord instructs that we go into all such places and lead. Did you hear that? You are in the fashion industry. Can you lead? Can you lead? Can you be conscious that you are a Christian? You can be a fashion designer and you're continually making sensual dressing. You are not leading right. You're not leading right. You say, ah, Stamaka, that's the style that my, my, my customers are choosing. See, there's a higher life. If I say now that you can influence the styles that your customer are choosing, you will think that my own is too much. There's a higher life and there's a higher call. Somebody said, be you, the world we are just. Be you, be you, the world we are just. You make ready to wear lines. Do you, do you, 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 oh, what is trending? People are buying only things that are exposing of their body. Who told you? Who told you that? If you are light and the world is darkness, that means whatever you bring will, bring, will become the, the direction for the day because light gives direction. If you bring that fashion, it will become the trend for the day. It is what people will see and copy. But no, you want to copy the world. Your professional bodies, 
Go into all such places and lead. Remember, he said in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. You are a leader in your world. Take up your role as a protagonist. You know where protagonist is? Go and study that word. Oh, pastor just even defined it. A protagonist is an advocate or champion of a particular course or idea. You don't need anybody to tell you that I'm a champion for decent dressing. And I'm not quiet about it. What are you a champion for? Indecency? What are you a champion for? Lawlessness? What are you a champion for? Insulting the president? Buhari must go is a trend on social media. Are you one of the champions of such trends? Or are you a champion like those of us here for praying for the nations? We're praying for presidents. We're praying for rulers. What is your cause? What are you championing in your world? Really, if you sat with God and God asked you this question, what are you guilty of, good or bad? A protagonist is an advocate or champion of a particular course or idea. One of the ways a protagonist works is through innovation. You open your mind and find ways of getting in and getting ahead with the gospel. As a protagonist, develop more cutting edge means and strategies for the advancement of the kingdom. Always think about how you can reach more people or a whole nation for the Lord. Then come up by the spirit with innovative ideas to accomplish it. Remember, you are the Lord's voice where you are. He sent you into that world so that you can show others how to live the kingdom life. So that you can show others how to live the kingdom life. So that you can show others how to live the kingdom life. You are there to make a difference. Create new opportunities for the spread of the gospel. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. You know, through the years, you know, I, I read to this article and, and for, you know, I would not say for the first time in a long time, but um, I, I had a reminiscence of my past, of certain things I have done in the past. Many of you that are here today, you didn't meet me through inspired by the word for the first time. Some of you had come through the complete ladies network. Some of you had come through the complete man network. Some of you had come through um, 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 Masters of Money Ladies Club. Let's not mention THMN because THMN was a heaven initiative that I was made international coordinator. But there were those of you who also met me through that platform. And if I did not impact your life on that platform, you would not be following me till date. And all of those ideas were innovative ideas to reach more people in their own world. The Complete Ladies Network was dedicated to women, married and single to bring them to the full knowledge of who they are. There were many that came into church, into Christ's embassy through such platforms. There were many that came into the heaven through such platforms. Even this inspired by the word, there are many of you who are not in Christ's embassy. Some of you have joined. Some of you, you have, you have begun to listen to Pastor Chris. Everybody may not come to Christ's embassy, but there is a message that we have. That is for the new creation that puts you on the course that you must go. That reminds you of who you are consistently. If you listen to Pastor Chris, you cannot miss it in life. You cannot fail in life. We brought you these messages consistently so that you might be orientated on the course of purpose. These things have been innovations of the spirit. They are not, see, those who are close to me know that I can be in my room for two weeks. I'm not a people-seeking, crowd-gathering person. In the course of leadership, yes, God has brought men to me. 
but I'm not that kind of person who is looking for who to like me or who to follow me. No, you need to know me to know that. But because of this course to reach more people, there's been several innovations. And today, many of those people are standing strong for the gospel. Many of them have started other courses. There's a lady here, they are, they are, they are, there's not even just one. I know of many who have networks for women, networks for men, networks for teenagers, for, me, for youths that were inspired by some of those initiatives and all those platforms. Anything to reach more people. See, God sees your heart. People may judge you. People may criticize you. But if God is asking you to do it, my brother, my sister, do it. Do it to fulfill purpose. In your journey as a Christian, you must know God for yourself. Remember the prophet who God told, don't stay in this city. Don't sleep here. Deliver my message and get out. Then another prophet came to meet him and told him, God told me to tell you to pass the night with me. And the Bible recognized that the senior prophet was also a prophet of God. You need, to, you need to know God for yourself because in different seasons of life, there might be leaders who want to guide you wrong according to the flesh. And I say this with due respect for all leadership offices, but we've seen such things in the Bible. The Bible is also for correction, not just for instruction, not just for inspiration. If you don't know God for yourself, how would you know? How would you test all spirits according to the Bible? How would you know that somebody's leading you right? You know, when people say things about me, I, I, I don't try to defend myself. You know why? Because if you are a Christian and you follow me and you don't know that what I do is of God, then it's up to you. You stay or you get out. I don't need anybody's validation. And I don't need anybody's endorsement. I will do the things that God has called me to do. And I will stay humble. But you see, just knowing who you are and standing for who you are is pride for many people and they can't take it. Frustrated people frustrate others. Hurting people hurt others. Unhappy people want everybody around them to be unhappy. So they will fight to ensure your unhappiness. Brothers and sisters, stay in the world, stay in Christ, and enjoy your life. Called to lead. Lead wherever you are. Don't blend in. Don't follow. Lead. And don't mistake my don't follow for meaning don't follow your pastors or don't follow your leaders. I'm talking about don't follow the world. I'm handing over to esteemed Pastor Winnie for the next segment. God bless you, everyone. Good morning, Ma. Thank you, Ma, for the Rapture Variety section. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are at the moment, we are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and we'll start from the further studies of realities, of the Rapture of Realities. Matthew chapter 5, 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and he give a light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Romans chapter 1, 16 says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and also to the Greek. Mark 6.15 says, Others said that it is Elias, and others said that it is a prophet or as one of the prophets. Praise the Lord. Please let's take the confession together. Dear Father, 
my mind is replete with supernatural ideas and strategies to push the gospel to the ends of the earth. I pray for open and effectual doors for expansion and increased influence of the gospel in different ethos. I declare your righteousness will continue to dominate and prevail in the earth until the coming of our Lord. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are going over to our New Testament reading for today. I want to say a very big thank you to the God, esteemed brother Martins, for sharing the scriptures on your screen. John chapter 11, from 17. Now, when they arrived at Bethany, which was only about two miles from Jerusalem, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Many friends of Mary and Martha had come from the region to console them over the loss of their brother. And when Martha heard that Jesus was approaching the village, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, my Lord, if only you had come sooner, my brother wouldn't have died. But I know that if you were to ask God for anything, he would do it for you. Jesus told her, your brother will rise and leave. She replied, yes, I know. He will rise with everyone else on Resurrection Day. Martha, Jesus said, you don't have to wait until then. I am the resurrection. I am the life eternal. Anyone who clings to me in faith, even though he dies, will live forever. And the one who lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? The Martha replied, yes, Lord, I do. I've always believed that you are the anointed one, the son of God who has come into the world for us. Then she left and hurried off to her sister, Mary, and called her aside from all the mourners and whispered to her, the master is here and is asking for you. So when Mary heard this, she quickly went off to find him. For Jesus was lingering outside the village at the same spot where Martha met him. Now when Mary's friend who were comforting her Noticed how quickly she ran out of the house. They followed her, assuming she was going to the tomb of her brother to mourn. When Mary finally found Jesus outside the village, she fell at his feet in tears and said, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus looked at Mary and saw her weeping at his feet and all her friends who were with her grieving, he shuddered with emotion. I was deeply moved with tenderness and compassion. He said to them, where did you bury him? Lord, come with us and we'll show you, they replied. Then tears streamed down Jesus' face. Seeing Jesus, we caused many of the mourners to say, look how much he loved Lazarus. Yet others said, isn't this the one who opens blind eyes? Why didn't he do something to keep Lazarus from dying? Then Jesus, with intense emotion, came to the tomb. A cave with a stone placed over its entrance. Jesus told them, roll away the stone. Then Martha said, but Lord, it's been four days since he died. By now, his body is already decomposing. Hallelujah. Jesus looked at her and said, didn't I tell you that if you believe in me, you will see God unveil his power. So they rolled away the heaven's stone. Jesus gazed into heaven and said, 
Father, thank you that you have heard my prayers, for you listen to every word I speak. Now, so that these who stand here with me will believe that you have sent me to the earth as your messenger. I will use the power you have given me. Then with a loud voice, Jesus shouted with authority, Lazarus, come out of the tomb in front of everyone. Lazarus, who has been dead four days earlier, slowly wobbled out. He still had his grave clothes tightly wrapped around his hands and feet. And covering his face, Jesus told them, Unwrap him and let him loose. From that day forward, many of those who had come to visit Mary believed in him, for they had seen with their own eyes the amazing miracle. But with a few went back to inform the Pharisees what Jesus had done. So the Pharisees and the chief priests called a special meeting of the high council and said, so what are we going to do about this man? Look at all the great miracles he's performing. If we allow him to continue like this, everyone will take, will believe him. And the Romans will take action and destroy both our country and our people. Now, Sapphires, the high priest that year, spoke up and said, you don't understand the thing. Don't you realize, would it be much better off if this one man were to die for the people than for the whole nation to perish? This prophecy that Jesus was destined to die for the Jewish people didn't come from Cephas himself, but he was moved by God to prophesy as a chief priest. And Jesus' death would not be for the Jewish people only, but to gather together God's children, scattered around the world and unite them as one. So from that day on, they were committed to killing Jesus. For this reason, Jesus no longer went out in public among the Jews, but he went into the wilderness to a village called Ephraim, where he secluded himself with his disciples. Now the time came for the Passover preparation, and many from the countryside went to Jerusalem for their ceremonial cleansing before the feast began. And all the people kept looking out for Jesus, expecting him to come to the city. They said to themselves why they waited in the temple courts, do you think that he would dare come to the feast? For the leading priests and the Pharisees had given orders that they be informed immediately if anyone saw Jesus, so they would seize him and arrest him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Over to you, esteemed Brother John. You have a wonderful day, everyone. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, thank you so much, Pastor Oninye. I understand how you felt. You know, my name is my name is Brother John. In case some of you don't know, and that's how we do. When you study the book of John, you want to cry. So, and that's how we do. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Old Testament segment of our one-year Bible reading plan. Thank you so much esteemed Amarak for that amazing um, Rhapsody of Reality session. I knew I, I was expecting that today was going to be fire because I know how passionate you are about leadership. <clears throat> and um, when I saw the topic, I said yesterday, oh my, oh my giddy go. Indeed, it was very, very 
awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, esteemed um, Brother Martins, for helping us to share the scripture on the screen. And I must particularly thank esteemed Sister Harriet for this morning's worship session. It was glorious. So today we are going to the book of 2 Kings, chapter 13, 14, and 15. And we're studying about, we've been studying about Elisha and his um, exploits. But today we'll see how Elisha died. And we'll also read some stories about King Amaziah and the monarchy in Israel. So it's a long read, but um, I'm sure we'll learn some lessons from them. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> so Second Kings chapter 13, the Living Bible from verse 1. Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, began a 17-year reign over Israel during the 23rd year of the reign of King Joash of Judah. For he was an evil king, and he followed the wicked paths of Jeroboam, who had caused Israel to sin. So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and he continually allowed King Hazael of Syria and his son Ben-Hadad to conquer them. But Jehoahaz prayed for the Lord's help. <coughs> And the Lord listened to him, for the Lord saw how terribly the king of Syria was oppressing Israel. So the Lord raised up leaders among the Israelites to rescue them from the tyranny of the Syrians. And then Israel lived in safety again, as they had in former days. But they continued to sin, following the evil ways of Jeroboam. And they continued to worship the goddess Asherah of Samaria, at Samaria. Finally, the Lord reduced Joah's army to 50 mounted troops. 10 chariots and 10,000 infantry. But the king of Syria had destroyed the others as though they were dust beneath his feet. The rest of the history of Joaz is recorded in the annals of the king of Israel. Joaz died and was buried in Samaria, and his son Joash reigned in Samaria for 16 years. He came to the throne at the 37th year of the reign of King Joash of Judah. So at this particular time, king of uh, Judah was Joash, and the king of Israel was, was also Joash. But verse 11 says he was an evil man, <clears throat> for like Jeroboam, he encouraged the people to worship idols and led them into sin. The rest of the history of the reign of Joash, including his wars against King Amaziah of Judah, are written in the annals of the kings of Israel. Joash died and was buried in, in Samaria with the other kings of Israel. And Jeroboam too became the new king. When Elisha was in his last illness, King Joash visited him and wept over him. My father, my father, you are the strength of Israel, he cried. Elisha too. Oh, if you were at the Haven Convention, this, this verse will minister to you. Elisha too, get a bull and some arrows, and he did. Open that eastern window, he instructed. Then he told the king to put his hand upon the bow, and Elisha laid his own hands upon the king's hands. Do you remember when Pastor Benny laid his hands upon Pastor Chris's hands and said to stretch? He said, shoot, Elisha commanded, and he did. Then Elisha proclaimed, this is the Lord's arrow, full of victory over Syria. For you will completely conquer the Syrians at Afek. They now pick up the other arrows and strike. 
them against the floor. So the king picked them up and struck the floor three times. But the prophet was angry with him. You should have struck the floor five or six times, he exclaimed. For then you would have beaten Syria until they were entirely destroyed. Now you will be victorious only three times. So Elisha died and was buried. In those days, bandit gangs of Moabites used to invade the land each spring. Once some men who were burying a friend spied these marauders, so they hastily threw his body into the tomb of Elisha. And as soon as the body touched Elisha's wounds, the dead man revived and jumped to his feet, cover shattered. King Hazael of Syria had oppressed Israel during the entire reign of King Joas. But the Lord was gracious to the people of Israel, and they were not totally destroyed, for God pitied them. And also he was honoring his contrast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this is still true, meaning that Israel will never be destroyed, no matter how they try. Then King Isaiah of Syria died, and his son Ben-Hadad reigned in his place. King Joash of Israel, son of Jehoahaz, was successful on three occasions in reconquering the cities that his father had lost to Ben-Hadad. Chapter 14. <clears throat> During the second year of the reign of King Joash of Israel, King Amaziah began his reign over Judah. Messiah was 25 years old at the time, and he reigned in Jerusalem for 29 years. His mother was Joadin, a native of Jerusalem. He was a good king in the Lord's sight, though not quite like his ancestor David, but he was as good a king as his father Joash. However, he didn't destroy the shrines on the hills, so the people still sacrificed and burned incense there. Soon as he had had firm grip on the kingdom, he killed the men who had assassinated his father. But he didn't kill their children. But the Lord had commanded through the law of Moses that fathers shall not be killed for their children or children for the sins of their fathers. Everyone must pay the penalty of his own sins. You see, this issue of generational curse in all work. <laughs> Verse 7. Once Amaziah killed 10,000 Edomites in Salt Valley, he also conquered Sela and changed Brother John, his name. please, one second. Yes. You see, as Thank little as that verse is, Brajon, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. As little as that verse is, do you guys know that you can fight in the place of prayer with that statement? It is repeated in the New Testament with a reference to the Old Testament. If you have seen things that have showed up in your life, that were in your parents' life, that were in your grandparents' life, we dealt with the subject of hairs of bondage right? And the scripture is telling you now that you are not supposed to suffer for the sins of somebody in the past. You can use this as a weapon of war because in praying the word, you say what God has said. So you tell yourself, I refuse to suffer for the sins of my parents, the sins of my grandparents, or the sins of forefathers ahead of me that I never even met. I live my life in Christ. I'm a new creation. And in Christ, Sins don't exist. Mercy paid for everything. You have to fight in this life. Fight your fight of faith. Refuse to be a hell of bondage. You are a hell of blessing. I just thought to point that to you. That verse is too powerful to be ignored. Thank you so much, Brother John. So, um, so I would um, read from verse 5 again. As soon as he had a firm grip on the kingdom, he killed the men who had assassinated his father. 
but he didn't kill their children. For the Lord had commanded through the Lord Moses that fathers shall not be killed for their children, nor children for the sins of their fathers. Everyone must pay the penalty for his own sins. Once Amaziah killed 10,000 Edomites in Salt Valley, he also conquered Selah and changed its name to Jokthil, as it is called to this day. One day he sent a message to King Joash of Israel, the son of Joash, and the grandson of Jehu, daring him to mobilize his army and come out and fight. But King Joash replied, the Tizu of Lebanon demanded of the mighty cedar tree. <laughs> oh dear Holy Spirit. <clears throat> the Tizu of Lebanon demanded of the mighty cedar tree. Give your daughter to be a wife for my son. But just then, a wild animal passed by and stepped on the Tizu and trod it into the ground. You have destroyed Edom. And I'm very proud about it. But my advice to you is be content with your glory and stay home. Why provoke disaster for both yourself and children? But Amaziah refused to listen to King Joash of Israel, mustard his army. Battle began at Beth Shemesh, one of the cities of Judah. And Judah was defeated and the army fled. And Amaziah was captured and the army of Israel marched on Jerusalem and broke down its wall from the gates of Ephraim to the corner gate a distance of about 600 feet. King Joash took many hostages and all the gold and silver from the temple and palace treasury, also the gold cups, and returned to Samaria. The rest of the history of Joash and his war with King Amaziah of Judah are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. When Joash died, he was buried in Samaria with the other kings of Israel, and his son Jeroboam became the new king. Amaziah lived 15 years longer than Joash, and the rest of his biography is recorded in the annals of the kings of Judah. There was a plot against his life in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish, but his enemies sent assassins and killed him there. His body was restored on horses, and was buried in the royal cemetery, the city of David's section of Jerusalem. Then his son Azariah became the new king at the age of 16. After his father's death, he built Elah and restored it to Judah. Meanwhile, over in Israel, Jeroboam II, as Jeroboam Jr., had become king during the 15th year of the reign of King Amaziah. Of Judah. Jeroboam's reign lasted 41 years, but he was as evil as Jeroboam Senior, the son of Nebat, who had led Israel into sin of worshiping idols. Jeroboam too recovered the lost territories of Israel between Hamath and the Dead Sea, just as the Lord God of Israel had predicted through Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath Hepha. For the Lord saw the bitter plight of Israel, she had no one to help her. And he had not said that he would blot out the name of Israel. So he used King Jeroboam II to save her. The rest of Jeroboam's biography, all that he did, and his great power, and his wars, and how he recovered Damascus and Hamath, which had been cut, captured by Judah, is recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. When Jeroboam II died, he was buried with the other kings of Israel. And his son, Zechariah, became the new king of Israel. And our last chapter of the day, Chapter 15. Wow. It's another long one. Try to be as fast as possible. New king of Judah, Azariah, father's name, Amaziah. The former king, his age at the beginning of his reign, 16 years old. Length of reign, 52 years in Jerusalem. Mother's name, Jecoliah of Jerusalem. Reigning in Israel at that time, King Jeroboam. 
who had been the king there for 27 years. Azariah was a good king and he pleased the Lord just as his father Amaziah had. But there's always a but. Like his predecessors, he didn't destroy the shrines on the hills where the people sacrificed and burned incense. Because of this, the Lord struck him with leprosy, which lasted until the day of his death. So he lived in a house by himself. And his son, Jotham, was the acting king. The rest of the history of Azariah is recorded in the annals of the kings of Judah. When Azariah died, he was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. And his son, Jotham, became king. New king of Israel, Zechariah, father's name, Jeroboam, length of reign, six months in Samaria, reigning in Judah at that time. King Azariah, who had been the king there for 38 years. But Zechariah was an evil king in the Lord's sight, just like his ancestors. Like Jeroboam one, the son of Nebah, he encouraged Israel in the sin of worshiping idols. Then Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him and assassinated him at Ibliam and took the crown himself. The rest of the history of Zechariah's reign is found in the annals of the kings of Israel. So the Lord's statement to Jehu came true that Jehu's son, grandson, and great-grandson of the kings of Israel. New king of Israel, Shalom, father's name Jabesh, length of reign, one month. <laughs> uh, in Samaria, reigning in Judah at that time, King Uzziah, who had been the king there for 39 years. One month after Shalom became king, Menahim, the son of Gadi, came to Samaria from Terza and assassinated him and took the throne. Uh -uh. Additional details about King Shalom and his conspiracy are recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. Menahim destroyed the city of Tapua and the surrounding countryside, but its citizens refused to accept him as their king. He killed the entire population and ripped open the pregnant women. New king of Israel, Menahim, Length of reign, 10 years in Samaria. Reigning in Judah at that time, King Azariah, who had been the king there for 39 years. But Mehanin was an evil king. He worshipped idols as King Jeroboam I had done so long before. And he led the people of Israel into grievous sin. Then King Pooh of Assyria invaded the land, but King Menahim bought him off with a gift of $2 million. So he so he turned around and returned. Menahim started the money from the rich, assessing each one $2,000 in the form of a special task. The rest, the rest of the history of King Menahim is written in the annals of the kings of Israel. When he died, his son Pekahiah became the new king. New king of Israel, Pekahiah, father's name, King Menahim. Length of reign, two years in Samaria, reigning in Judah at that time, King Azariah, who had been the king there for 50 years. Pekahiah was an evil king. He continued the idol worship begun by Jeroboam, son of Nebah, who led Israel down that evil trail. Then Pekah, son of Remaliah, the commanding general of his army, conspired against him with 50 men from Gilead and assassinated him in the palace at Samaria. Agob and Arer, were also slain in the revolt. So Pekah became the new king. The rest of the history of King Pekahiah is recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. New king of Israel, Pekah, father's name, Remaliah, length of reign, 20 years in Samaria, reigning in Judah at that time, King Azariah, who had been the king there for 52 years. Pekah too was an evil king, and he continued in the example of Jeroboam first. 
son of Nebat, who led all of Israel into the scene of worshiping idols. It was during his reign that King Tigla, Kilesa, led an attack against Israel. He captured the cities of Aijon, Abel, Beth, Makar, Janoah, Kidesh, Hazor, Gilead, Galilee, and the land of Naphtali. And he took the people away to Assyria as captives. Then Oshea, the son of Elah, plotted against Pekah and assassinated him. And he took the throne for himself. Awah. New king of Israel, Hoshea, reigning in Judah at that time. King Jotham, son, son of Uzziah, who had been the king there for 20 years. The rest of the history of Pekah's reign is recorded in the annals of the kings of Israel. New king of Judah, Jotham, father's name, King Uzziah, his age at the beginning of his reign was 25 years old, length of reign, 16 years in Jerusalem, mother's name, Jerusha, daughter of Zadok, reigning in Israel at that time. King Pekah, son of Remaliah, who had been the king there for two years. Generally speaking, Jotham was a good king, like his father, Uzziah, followed the Lord, but he didn't destroy the shrines of the Jews, where the people sacrificed and burned incense. It was during King Jotham's reign that the upper gate of the temple of the Lord was built. The rest of Jotham's history is written in the annals of the kings of Judah. In those days, the Lord caused King Perezim of Syria and King Pekah of Israel to attack Judah. When Jotham died, he was buried with other kings of Judah in the royal cemetery in the city of David, section of Jerusalem. Then his son Ahaz became the new king. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for this. And I hand over to Grammatics. Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation as well as the communion. Praise God. The affirmation is on the screen. It's not affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love, abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we take affirmation at the count of three. One. Two, three. My name is Martin. the 
Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. At this point, we're going straight to the communion segment of our meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed to bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the bread of life that came down from heaven. We thank you for the body of Christ that was broken for us on that cross. We thank you for your love, which you have for the world by which you give the, your only begotten son. And even this day, we affirm that Jesus is Lord of our lives. We affirm that he's God of all things. We affirm that he's God of all flesh. We affirm that he's God of everything, over and over, true and true. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. After the same manner, also he took the cup when he has stopped, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This do you as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the lost death. See, he come. Oh, spali and cross so fragly should break the gita cavity. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant in the blood of Christ. As we take this cup, we affirm that we are blood washed, we are sanctified, and we are glorified. We thank you, Lord. For you that began a good work in our life, you're faithful to complete it. Thank you for that perfection which you have perfected our life with. Thank you for the blessings, for the many blessings, for the daily loads of benefits. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise. For we receive all benefits accrued to us even this day by the power of your Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Go ahead and take the copy of our number, brothers and sisters. Oh, Shaprog Legrum, Drainly and Dijela Kaika Deligredi. Vlive Lov Rakanta Krasti Vrug the Guru Yandishta. Bragadisha Selic the Karagodili Hooker and the Sovereignty. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise. You alone are God. You are the mighty God. You are that same God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the celebration segment. Anyone amongst us whose birthday is today, today's your birthday, today's your wedding anniversary, whatever it is you're celebrating, please kindly come quickly to the chat room and tell us what you're celebrating. Please, quickly, quickly, quickly. And if today's your first time of joining us, please kindly, quickly come to the chat room, tell us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Quickly come to the chat room, tell us your name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. I can see Sister Chinea Umasalugo says, Today is my birthday. Woo! Glory, glory, glory. Happy birthday to you, Sister Chine. I can also see 
Today is the bed, today is my wedding anniversary for me and Sister Anne. Wow, Brother Raphael, happy wedding anniversary to you and our dearest beloved Sister Anne. Praise God. Today is my younger sister's birthday. Her name is Bidemi. Happy birthday, Bidemi. Today is my brother's birthday, Brother Ashafa. Happy birthday, Brother Ashafa. Ashfaha, sorry. Ashfaha. Happy birthday, Brother Ashfaha. Today is my sister's birthday. Her name is Queen Wachuku. Happy birthday, Queen Wachuku. Happy birthday to all our celebrants. Father, in the name of the Lord. Today is my friend's birthday. His name is Joseph Ocheje. Happy birthday, Brother Joseph Ocheje. Today is my super amazing mentee's birthday, Nancy Onukogu. Happy birthday, Nancy. Today is my brother-in-law's birthday. His name is... His name is Chinyere Wankere. Happy birthday, our brother-in-law. I am Chubike, my first time. Sister Steph Victor will be invited me, connecting from Abuja. Welcome, brother Chibike. It's the birthday of my friend, Peace and Jennifer. Happy birthday to your dear friend, Peace and Jennifer. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for all our celebrants. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that they are graced in unquantifiable measures. They grow continually in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for wisdom. We minister for them in them and through them. Everywhere they go, they stand out in wisdom by the power of your spirit. They are blessed in all that they do, favored in everything. Lord, we declare that their gates are continually open and men are bringing into them the riches from around the world by the power of your spirit. Lord, we give you praise. We worship you. You alone are God. Thank you, Father. And I thank you, Lord God, for our brother, Brother Chibike, who's joining us today for the first time. Lord, thank you for answering his questions. Thank you. For with his mouth, he will testify of your goodness. And yea, men will come to God through him. Thank you, Lord God, for his endued with riches and glory. For his life is a testimony of your greatness. Thank you, Lord. You alone are God, Father. We thank you. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. And now we've come to the end of today's devotion. Please, I implore you, great brethren, by the message of God, please kindly unmute your mics as we share the grace in Fellowship. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And abide with us forevermore. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you.